So what's up? What's up, guys? Today is uh, Thursday on Thursday the sixteenth. The sixteenth of July. This has been what a week and a half. A week and two days. A week and two days in yeah. the bubble. Ooh. it's not bad. It's Hot not out. It's it's blistering right now. It's the middle of July in Florida. Uh, so right now it's like sweltering. It's like I mean it's not too bad right now. It's been days where it's definitely been it's been bad, but you know it's not too bad. How are you enjoying the bubble? I know you're kind of working, so it's a little <laughs> different. But I know you must be kind of. Hey, Terrence, how about how about you introduce her real quick so everybody everybody okay, knows. Okay, she okay, is. sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, for everybody, this is Rebecca Bonner. She is okay. Describe yourself. What would you do? So, what is your role with the Magic? Okay, well, my role is. My title is Director mm -hmm. of Player Development and Basketball Operations, mm -hmm. and I pretty much do many different things yeah. and sort of serve as a connector between players, coaches, and front office. Yes. Yeah, she's basically, if you need anything done, I feel bad because I feel like every probably, probably blows your phone <laughs> up all the time, but like if you want something done, like Becky's. So you, so you blow her up, Terrence, is that what you're saying? You said what? I said, do you blow her, you, you blow her lineup when, when you need something? Uh I mean, I'm not bad. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. A little, a little yes, bit. No. I try not to. I try to figure things out, but I a little bit. Because she's the – It's why I'm cool here. Guy. Yeah. I'm yeah, here but, to make the players' lives easier and make sure that everybody can focus on the job at hand, which is winning games. Just winning games. And, yeah, better. she's – Maximizing their careers. For sure. She's a big part. She's always, like, the link between us and wherever we need to go. But, um, okay, a little backstory. You are also – you have a lot of basketball history. Yes. You were – you were a player. You went to you went to Stanford. I what did. year was that? Two thousand. Two thousand. Yes. Don't, yeah. Don't do so, the math. <laughs> don't no. It's not bad. She's, you know, you're a big time baller. You come from a big time balling family. You have brothers that played. Um, yeah. I mean, she's she. Every single day I see her, she's in, she's like the first person in the gym, always on the treadmill or, yep. or getting some type of cardio. And anytime somebody's shooting on the court, like she's always the first person to get out there and kind of pass around, take a few shots. And even funny story, there's a thing called the Bonner Challenge. Mm. Yes. I'll kind of explain it a little bit. Shooters. Yeah. It's, 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 shooting it's, family, it's, huh? It's shooter drill. So the Bonner Challenge, she she created it. The, the family created it. But it's it's basically a drill that you do pretty much. It's like, for me, I do it as the first shot of the day. Like, I have to do this drill before I take any other shots. And the drill consists of right-hand layup, a right-hand layup, left-hand layup, free throw, High school three, NBA three, NBA three, high school three, uh, free throw, left yeah. hand layup, layup, layup. So I have to do that before I take any other shots. And it's kind of like, and for me, it's a great thing because I come off the bench and it's kind of like I don't really have time to, you know, get myself to ease into the game. So like, I feel like I have to come off and get hot. This is a drill, I swear. Even before I met Becky, I used to do this even in Toronto all the time. I think Corey Joseph, you play with the yeah. Spurs. Uh, yeah, he kind of got me on it. Uh, shout out Corey Joseph. And um, yeah, this is something I kind of do. And I recommend every shooter to do this because it's like a really good drill. It makes you like concentrate right when you get in the gym. But you have to make them all. You have to make them all. To but make you, it. Yeah. Oh, you have to make it all in a row. Yeah. You have to make them all in a row. And your That's first shots of the day. It's the first, first shots of the day. And for me, yeah. like if I miss, I can't try that drill until nope. the next day. Yep. So, so give us some history about that. So my older brother is Matt Bonner who played – for Toronto for two years and San Antonio for 10 or 11. I actually that? would have to look it up. So, and I have a younger brother, Luke, um, mm -hmm. 
backstory is our parents are are huge. My mom <laughs> grew up in Boston. She's six four. Wow. And she moved to New Hampshire, which is not yeah. urban. And there were, the people were, she's a school teacher. And I'm like, we have no one for you to date. Like, we yeah. can't think of anybody. Yeah. And they're like, wait, we know this guy. His name is Dave Bonner and he's 6'8. You guys should go on a date. Wait, your dad's 6'8? Oh. And well, oh, he man. was. He's shrunk in old age, but six, seven and a half now. But he, um, they six, met on a blind date because they were the two tallest people that wow. their friend group could think of. Wow. And that's how they bought my mom. We came yeah. to be like, I'm six, two and I'm the shortest Matt's six, nine, six, 10 and Luke's seven, one. Oh, wow. Seven, so, one. Wait, really? Yes. And did, did Luke, Luke play? play? Yeah. He played? Okay. Okay. And so we grew up going to the YMCA in our town mm -hmm. and just, you know, taking over the gym there as if yeah. we owned it. And they'd be, they try to do aerobics <laughs> classes. We'd be like, you're not doing aerobics today. We're shooting and just, gym. we'll shoot you for it. We'll shoot for it. Yeah. If we make this aerobics, if we're, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so we, we had a lot of spare time because yeah. we were always in the gym and Matt had, I don't, I think he had just got back from Italy play cause he played one season there. Okay. So when you're overseas, you have nothing but spare time. It's kind of like being yeah. in the bubble. Yeah, yeah. All you do is hoop much. and hang out. And so we learned how to do video stuff. And he videoed. Um, we made up the challenge, and then we videoed our younger brother doing it. Yeah. And just ripped on him the whole time, and watched <laughs> him spaz and get frustrated. And that's what the drill <laughs> and that's does. That's how it started. Yeah. So just a, just classic us picking on our younger brother. I love that story because now you used to do it every day. Yes. Yep. Every every day before every practice, every every or drill. every pregame shoot around, every, yeah. you do it too. I, I do it. I do it like literally every day. Even if I'm at home, I have a little hoop in my house, and it's a little janky, but I still try it out. But I don't know. <laughs> it's a great. And, and like you'd be surprised how many NBA teams. Like I feel like a good handful. To, I want to say like at least at least ten teams have done this. Yeah, Chris like, Paul told me his OKC does it all the time. Yeah, I, I have to do it. That's like. Awesome. That yeah, is awesome. Joseph, he was in San Antonio. He learned it there. And then he came and told me in Toronto. And then I started doing it in Toronto. I started doing it here. And then I think a few other guys do it. Yeah. Like, you know, J.I. tries it. Aaron tries it. But, I mean, that's that's for me. Like, if I forget to do that, then I feel like I'm kind of off a little bit. But <laughs> It's your routine. Yeah, it's my routine. No, for sure. But, no, for sure. The other thing I want to say about Becky is you're – I think you're probably the most popular person <laughs> I've ever met in my life. Literally every single – road trip trip we go anywhere like you're just like everybody knows who you are everybody has a story and it's crazy so you've been working for the nba for how long now well i i think it's because you know both of my out. brothers got recruited by yeah. all of the top colleges yeah and so and then i did too mm -hmm. so everybody kind of that happens when what you're 14 years old yeah, yeah yeah and so through that time you know some of the coaches that recruited them became nba coaches and yeah their teammates became coaches and just kind of since there's the three of us, we, yeah. we cover a lot of ground. For sure, for sure. And so everyone always tells, teases me, they're like, you're ranked number two today in my Bonner ranking. <laughs> you made a joke, he's higher than you. Like, oh, what do I have to do to be number one? Hey, but, it's crazy. I, but I, I did work at the league office mm -hmm. from 2011 to 2017, yeah. and I worked for our USA national men's team. So Which is crazy. Just through that process, you interact with all 30 teams. Oh, for sure, because it's unreal. Like, I feel every single time we go to a new gym or anywhere, it's always somebody. It's like, Becky across the court or <laughs> Becky across. I'm just like, damn, like she knows everybody. Like She really reminds me like the, the popular girl at school that's just like cool with every single kid. So, that's how everybody sees her. Everybody loves her, too. So 
how was um how was um working at the the working at the NBA office at the you know for the basketball organization? I'm looking at your thing right now, and it says you were there. How was that? It was um awesome. You know, I lived in Manhattan, New York City, Brooklyn while I was there, and just doing that is a feat in itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, girl from yeah. And um, I traveled. I worked in international basketball operations, so we were kind of tasked with growing the game globally and you know looking for elite development but also making sure that we have fans everywhere to grow the business oh, and definitely. so i would travel all these random places and i, I kept a um, track of it on an app on my phone and i've been to 72 countries wow yeah you were telling me that dinner one time uh, 72 yeah. countries 72 wow and I, I always tease that i've i during my time in new york i spent more time out of america than in america and so one of my favorite international stories, well, it's, it's not my favorite. It's just a really <laughs> unique story. Is, it involves me and Sam Perkins, Big Smooth. The NBA sent us to Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan. Wow. Matt, my brother, was supposed to go, uh -huh. um, and it, he couldn't make it because he was like on his honeymoon from his wedding. Oh. So they subbed me in. So I went, and we... There's a few stories here, but I'll try to keep it brief. No, go ahead. We are, something was wrong with our visas when we were going from Kazakhstan to Kyrgyzstan and we went by car. So Ooh. we were like four hours early from the time that the visa yeah. stamp would be valid. And they put it, they apprehended us in customs and it was disgusting. We were in the mountains and all these people had never seen Americans, let alone oh a white redhead God. and Sam Perkins. And like with their dread six foot two yeah, and six foot yeah. Oh my God. And we were doing a camp where they gave us these medals yeah. for participating in the or doing the camp. And so Sam had an idea that he was half joking, but it worked. It, it was right around the um, Beijing Olympics were finishing up. Yeah. He told the customs agent, we just won these gold medals at the Olympics. And, the, <laughs> and like somehow loosely got that translated yeah. and like pointed. And it was a game. Of it was a game of charades. Oh my God. And so like, everyone's coming out. Like all the, even all the people that yeah. are in there in the cell with us, yeah, like yeah. Or were apprehended for our <laughs> customs violation, visa violation. Um, so everyone's coming out and taking pictures and all this stuff. And they just let us through. No. So we didn't have to stay there as Yo. long as that we were supposed to. Yo, wow. shout out to Sam Perkins for thinking <laughs> on his toes, man. That's crazy. Because I don't know. I, I would have panicked. I would have panicked. I would have been like, well, Look. it was disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad saying that, but it, it was an outhouse yeah. toilet and we were going to be there for a minute. So how long were you there for? I mean, you must have been we were for there for like three hours and for we should have been hours? there for eight. And so they what? You know? And they, they what? Took your phone and everything or? They, they just leave you there. Yeah. They, it's like going to like, um, if you go to the airport. Yeah. And, and you just pull you in the back. Yeah, and like you're that. just in there. You just wait. And we had like, the U.S. Embassy people with us trying to oh, – everyone, okay. so everyone okay. was trying to sort it out. Okay, but okay. So it was like a legit to... mistake. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could read it on your visa yeah, saying, oh, for sure. this time and date. He basically he basically <laughs> traded in the, the medals <laughs> to get out of there. Yo, Quick that's thing. crazy. That's great. That's an amazing story, man. You've I'm, been to some remote places. That's very mm -hmm. remote because that, that yeah, sounds like you're isolated. Right, so out of the 72 countries, give us like your top three favorites. My favorites are probably, I really enjoyed when we, we I went to Sri Lanka. Okay, this okay. This place called Gaul. It's very remote and yeah. it's like, it makes you think of a deserted island. It's called Gaul? G-A-L-L-E. Gaul, Sri Lanka. Okay. And the, uh, the waves are really, the ocean, the water is beautiful. 
Um, and it's, there's not a lot of population, so it's not a tourist trap or anything like that. Yeah, okay. And we did, I mean, it was hot. It was like Florida hot. Really? And we did an outdoor clinic with oh, um, now. women. We were empowering women. And we were, oh, this is we, gorgeous. we used um, Muslim women and Christian women and brought mm-hmm. them together through oh, basketball. Wow. So it was a really that nice event. Be, yeah. that um, nice. But it was, it was, it was really like the hotel was right on the wall. It, was, it wasn't really a hotel. It was yeah. like a villa. It was like a villa. But, so did you guys get to like kind of take any days off and go and yes, the beach and stuff? Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All that we got to drive a tuk-tuk, which is are like those little pedicab yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really awesome. Let's see. Oh, man. Um, I went to um, Indonesia with Rick Mahorn and Ed okay. Campbell. And we went to this really remote place. It's kind of near Bali. It's called okay. Surabaya, I think. Surabaya or something like that. And it was a similar situation where super remote and mm-hmm. you're just – in the middle of nowhere doing basketball with people. And I know that's me. That must be dope. Like and, to go somewhere that's super nice remote and then play basketball and teach basketball. It must be kind of like a relaxing it, thing. It's super, it's really rewarding and it's great to expose people that probably don't see a lot of Americans to yeah. America culture, mm-hmm. American culture. But also it talks a lot about how strong the NBA brand is yeah. because you'll see local. I've seen local man and crazy Everywhere. places. Like, I know for sure. For sure. I went to uh, Nicaragua okay. for another woman's empowerment with two WNBA players. Okay. And we were in this place called Blue Fields, Nicaragua. You took a tiny plane to get there from Managua, which is the capital. And it was like, you could tap the pilot and say, sir, yeah, it, how are like we doing? <laughs> yeah. Plane, there's yeah, no okay. bathroom. Yeah, there's you nothing. Know, it's you just kind of pray to get there. And so we, we got there and it's Blue Fields is very Creole. Yeah, heritage okay. historically yeah, yeah, yeah. but spanish speaking okay and they have similar culture where it's very it's very um third world and mm. um you have to ask the gang lords or the, of the favela to, like that's the biggest comp yeah. i can give you permission to, to like access their there. courts and be in their neighborhood really and so wow. we did a clinic there for girls and nobody ran a by the gang lord or whatever, no. but we were got started, and so we did position work: bigs down one end, guards on the other, and I was floating in the middle. Yeah. And this guy comes up to like walks onto the court, and it's outdoor but covered. Yeah. And he's got a vodka bottle in his no. hand, half empty, <laughs> and it's glass. I can and I see him, and I'm like, this doesn't, this yeah, isn't what, what's we, happening. And he walks up to me and he says something, yeah, and I have no idea sure. what he said. And then he slams the bottle down and a piece of glass shard cuts uh, my shin. And I realized very, and I start looking around and I just so, got okay. a very, I, I, I go, all right, every, I got my WNBA players and we rolled. <sighs> we got out of there. Wow. And that is followed us. Wait, so, and okay. So you're supposed to ask permission from, you know, the gang lords, but like the, the NBA didn't. It was a U.S. It was a U.S. embassy uh, state department initiative mm. and they probably did. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he was sure. just trying to have his moment. Got and, it, got it. You know what I mean? The whole neighborhood was there and everything like that. And I just called it and we went back. We were staying at a casino motel. Oh, man. So, it, you know, a motel is where the For door sure. opens and you're outside. Yeah, and you're outside. So someone tweeted our location but oh, said that it was Candace Parker and Kobe Bryant. Somewhere. Oh, everybody so showed everyone up. from the town was like knocking on our door and we were all terrified. So oh, we just shared God. our room and just. <laughs> we ended up canceling the rest of the, For the time sure. we were supposed to be there. But the catch is, we came in on that tiny plane, right? Yeah. Well, how do you have to get out? 
a tiny plane. plane, but everybody's going on that plane. So we go, they're like, we don't have a plane ticket. Yeah. So like, how do we get back? They're like, just go to the airport and line up. Just be there first. Oh man. Get there as fast as we can. And there's all, obviously everybody's oh, yeah, there. For sure. So I just start and I don't, I don't care. I just start bribing people. Oh, and I've never done this before. Yeah, for sure. So of course I pulled out a one hundred dollar bill first. Everybody sees it, and everybody was like, "You should, you could start with a 20. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Much. <laughs> a little less. One man looked at my shoes, <sighs> and he we so there's three of us that need seats. Yeah. So I I get two seats with the cash, and then I have more cash, but. The guy wanted my shoes, so I gave him cash and my shoes, and I flew back barefoot. Oh my! What were, so, what, were, what, were, what were the shoes? Just Nike runners, you know. <laughs> they they just wanted them that bad. Yeah. The socks, at least. I kept my socks. Oh, okay. You gotta keep the socks. Yeah. Yeah, at least you have the socks. Okay, damn. Keep, keep those on. But that's how we got on the plane to get out of there. That's insane. So everyone was so freaked out by the whole like night before of everyone oh, from the I town knowing where we were. I can't, I can't we imagine. Were. And you're in a motel. Yeah. And this is you guys. Oh. First, when we got back to Managua, we were in this five-star hotel and back to normal, but it was, that was an a experience. trip. Yes. Man, I mean, I, I've traveled. I haven't been to a ton of countries. I've been to I've been to China a few times. I've been to a few islands, but I haven't been to UK once. But I think the most foreign time I've ever encountered was just going to China one year. I think it was actually with the NBA. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because they told me that I was going to like this big city. Uh, it was like Guangzhou, I think, or something. And so we f- were staying there, and it's like a nice hotel. We're there for a few days, but then we had to go to like this small little town, like outside the city, and it was like, it was like un- unlike anything I ever experienced. Like we're, we're it's like I think it was a, uh, <laughs> it was actually me. I brought Noel with me, but it was also I think uh, a few other. I can't remember what other player it was, but it was just it was us three in a van. We get to this place, and. Instantly, bro. As soon as we open the door, people just mob you. Yep. Just they're coming from every which direction. And then for me, like I was like, okay, I'm in the NBA, but I'm not like Kobe Bryant or LeBron. I'm like, I don't know why people are like swarming me, but it's weird. They actually end up saying that my they said that Noah ends up looking like they thought they looked like Kevin Durant. So one person <laughs> starts screaming Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant, and then it just oh, went a mob of people. But it, they weren't coming at me, so that I was like, okay, I was, it wasn't too bad, but it was weird. Just. They see all these people mob you everywhere you go. And it's like a little small gym. We did a couple of drills with some kids. And after that, they went to play like one-on-one. And we played one-on-one for a little bit. And then it started to get into like another person wants to play. Another person wants to play. And they just kind of got a hand. I remember there for like an hour at this small gym. And they kind of took us away after that. But I mean, people love the game. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. It's, it's really grown. And FIBA has done a good job with FIBA three-on-three mm-hmm. to make it so that if that. you are yep. like maybe not yeah. six four or mm-hmm. higher. Yeah. <laughs> you can be from Lebanon or the Philippines mm-hmm. and be five eight and you have great guard skills and you can thrive in the game and For play sure. three on three, get your ranking up and then potentially make it to the Olympics. So yeah. it's a nice way to grow the have the game played no, for sure. For and everybody. He, I, I think for me, I, I know last year we went to Mexico City and that was yeah. like my first time going to Mexico City or just Mexico in general. And I just wasn't expecting for people to like love the game kind of like soccer is like their main mm-hmm. sport and they love it out there but i did not expect for people to like you know show out the way they did and they were every and the arena was huge too like that was probably mm-hmm. one of the biggest arenas i ever played in it was pretty much filled that night so i was just like remember how big the jumbotron was oh it was, it was huge oh I've it was seen. like the size of the court yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was huge it was like the Dallas Cowboys, like the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yeah. yeah, like was, I was at practice and all I did was watch it up there. Oh, oh it was crazy. <laughs> it was, that place was huge. And it was like hard to 
like with the backdrop and like how big oh, the yeah, stage, like shooting was like. Oh, awesome. there, huh? I cannot find the rim, but we went two zero. We did, we did. Yeah. But that's I felt like one of the teams didn't they fly in like a day or yeah, two before they, they spent get, like zero time and there. they spent zero time. That and the altitude was such a big difference. But they were for from us. it was Utah. They should be used to that. Don't they have an altitude there? But still, that's a that's a long yeah. flight. They were coming from I don't know where they're coming yeah, yeah, from, but from somewhere yeah, that was far. But yeah. Becky, have you um have you been somewhere where they don't know where the NBA like they don't know anything about the NBA at all? No, you never like you never that that that's crazy. Everywhere I've been, like everywhere I've been, they know. I've been to the Ukraine. I went to the Ukraine throughout there. The women again, it was a lot. A lot of it was women's empowerment through the game of basketball. Yeah, but um, in Saudi Arabia, they didn't really know it. Mm -hmm. I guess you could say. But they kind of had an idea. Yeah, for sure. And they knew that it was a pro sport and all of that. But everywhere, yeah. they know Logo Man. They know Michael Jordan. Yeah, They know yeah, Chicago yeah. Bulls. You know? I, that was the biggest thing. When we were in Mexico City, everybody had Bulls gear. And we, I mean, we played the Bulls. Yeah. But I did not expect for, you know, the Bulls to take over the entire arena. Even like the home team, too. So that was weird for me. I was just like that. I mean, I'm sure Jordan and them had a lot to do with that. We did this trip with the NBA. Um I forget the year, yeah. but it was back when you weren't allowed to go to Cuba yet and Obama was president. Got it. Yeah, and yeah. so we were going to do this big, we, we trained their junior national team, men and women, and their senior national team, men and mm -hmm. women. And we brought Steve Nash, Dikembe, wow. Tumbo, um, and other, and like some coaches. And so, and, and Tisha Penasharo from the W. Mm -hmm. And so we go there and we were going to do this big announcement, PR, everything. And something happened where they decided not to do that. Yeah. A decision was made. Um, maybe it was political in nature. Mm. And so we called the trip Zero Dark Cuba. And so we, <laughs> and so we, we roll it. To, you could only bring oh, a carry-on. And we were there for like yeah. 14 days. And um, the court was outdoors. And it was, it was Florida yeah. hot. Yeah. Florida hot. That's humidity. That's hard. That's hard. That's and hard. I had to, like, we were short on, re on like, refs and yeah, infrastructure. Yeah. So I refed, you know, the boys and... Then I, the girls were short a player, so they yeah. made me play. And so then I, I had to do all the setup and everything. I was out in the heat mm. and like right after lunch, I just passed out and cause it was so it's hot, so hot. Yeah. and I refused Damn. to eat the food because I wasn't going to, or I just wasn't able, to, yeah. I wasn't comfortable. Yeah. It was, it was great food. For sure. And no, we're for lucky sure. to have it. Mm -hmm. I just was like, I'll wait for the hotel yeah. type of thing. Cause I, I also didn't want to have to go to the bathroom. For sure. I feel you. For that, sure. that was I there. And so that's a common thing with me. I really need a clean bathroom. No, that's TMI. me. I, I'm not, that's me. But, um, I end up passing or passing out and the athletic, one of the athletic trainers from the New York Knicks is there. Yeah. And he, I get into like an ambulance that was on site just to get in the air conditioning. And he's like, I don't know what this is, but it's going to make you feel better. And he just shot me with it. And I felt fine. I, felt I was great. like back to normal instantly. He's like, they got good drugs. In Cuba. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, I need that, bro. Like that's, Just to feel better. But oh. we, we, that trip was phenomenal to bring basketball mm -hmm. equipment and, and donate all that stuff. We donated a court that Shaq ended up going back oh, to dope. two years later. Oh, that's cool. And we did all this that. stuff. And we brought all of it, hand carried it. And we did this great camp and we even found some good talent that actually ended up um, we, going to America, mm. playing high school or prep school, and then going on to college. That's and amazing. So it's a basketball. Oh, like, it's always. Just, it's it really. Global, man. It's amazing.
that's it's crazy. done so much for so many people. It's just, yeah. it's an amazing sport. And that's kind of my, my thing. You know, I was in a family where, you know, our mom was a fourth grade teacher. Our mm-hmm. father worked for the U S post post office. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, if you want to go to college, you have to, yeah, you we, you're yeah. going to need a scholarship. For sure. And so and basketball, basketball got a, all three of us, our education. That's, that's how it is. My family. My sisters and me, we both, that's, that's how it got us through college. And that's, it's, it's, it's amazing thing, man. That's why I tell people you got to cherish it, especially when you're in the moment and like training younger kids and people along those ages. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're and you're basically from basketball royalty now. You guys, well, that's everybody's an NBA. I mean, you guys work for the NBA. I you're feel just, so like lucky, and that's why I serve with passion because mm-hmm. the game. I give. I, I'll do anything for the game because it's been so good to us. Yeah, you know? for sure, yeah. for sure. All right, man. Becky is definitely one of a kind. She's one of the. the out of everybody I met in the NBA, she's definitely going to be one of the people I remember for a lifetime. Um, Thank you. I, know, I know the way you're talking to me about her, you're like, man, she has all these crazy stories. We go out to dinner. <laughs> next to her, I always want to like talk to her. And no, for sure. I mean, can she outshoot you though? Can she outshoot you? Not anymore. Hey, I'm no, too broken. No, hey, no, I've seen <laughs> Becky get through the Barney challenge. It's, it's been days I've seen her get through it, but I mean, it's dope. I mean, if you met me ten years ago or five years ago, in my, I could have. I used to play one on all the time with my colleagues. You know that when it you shoot it and yeah. there's one on the and then yeah. you shoot again and then yeah. you miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, that yeah. was that was when our uh, game. I, I think we, we call it seven up. I think okay. seven, seven yeah. up or one in the bucket or something like yeah. that. Yeah, one we, in the bucket. We call it one on, and so yeah. we would play before every basketball at Borders Camp while we were setting up. Oh, I'd always win. Always and, win. And I beat everybody that pl- wanted to play, but I can't do it anymore. She got she hey she got a jump shot though she can shoot I seen her every day she's it's the best thing every practice she always says yo T Ross Barnum challenge. Every day, like clockwork, it's the best thing. And every time I finish it, no matter where she is, I just end up yelling <laughs> Becky, and we just kind of raise our hands and be like, "Yep, okay, next day, tomorrow we'll get it again." But yeah, but no, so, Becky, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's Anytime. been so hard. It's been so hard trying to get people on the show and talk. Why? I don't know. Like it's just, know. it's just, I don't know. Who have you had on? Evan, you're, you're no, the first, you're the first one. one. Oh, you're the first one. I, <laughs> the first I, I, guess, I, yeah. to get me <laughs> No, it's like like Evan. He ended up. He was like, ah, maybe later on, Phil. Well, I was like, okay, cool. Mo, just kind of like you know, just fizzled in throughout, and he kind of was just like, oh, I'm asleep. And he wakes up at like <laughs> nine, ten o'clock, and then he's like, okay, I'm ready to record. I'm like, bro, I'm already in bed. Like this is it's over. So I don't know. We're it's. I mean, we got a lot of time here. Yeah, we'll spend. We'll be here for a while. Time. So I'm yeah. sure like people start to trickle in and out. But it's definitely it's definitely an honor having you on. Thanks. Hopefully, you can come on again. Tell us some crazy stories. Yeah. First guest, come the back. Boat. That's right for sure. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for having me, and yeah. good luck with your next guest. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, working on it now. We're gonna track <laughs> some people down. We're gonna track some people out. Let me know if you need any help. For sure. Thank you. It was great. One of my favorite people. Awesome in the league, man. And I feel like a lot of people don't like know her, but she has a she has a cool story, a real real cool story. Yeah. No, for sure, she's she has a great you know background in basketball, and she's just like perfect for you know the job she's working and you know this this type of lifestyle. She's she's built for it. So seems like she has like oh, a good, like high energy all the time. Oh, and amazing. She has to. Seems like she's super dedicated, but I, I feel her on that. What um what's going on, man? What's up with that bubble life? Man, you know, in the bubble, kicking it, man. Fishing out here, people get on the boats. I've seen people playing corn husk. Actually, I think the corn husk. What's corn husk? Or cornhole? Sorry, cornhole. Is it cornhole? <laughs> yes, corn husk. husk. You're tossing corn. It's, 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 a, it's a corn husk. It's a corn husk toss. It's the the corn husk. 
The Nebraska Cornhuskers? Am I calling it corn? No, I even no, call it corn, no, it's cornholes. Cornholes. It's a game I don't play much. I don't play ever, but that's a big game. I love cornhole. Very. It's a professional sport now, but no, the the Nets are actually organizing a tournament a between tournament? between all the teams in the hotel. A cornhole <laughs> tournament. Yeah, four teams. So there could be four teams on each team, right? Really? Between every team. There's that. There's like a there's a sign up sheet going around. But there's a what's was there money like yeah there's money there's money in there but the money so like a thousand for each team right but or is it something I don't know something like you get a thousand each team but anyway however you win the money I know it's going to like all charities and whatnot so it's gonna be dope I know a lot of people are signing up and they're making it available for or they're not making it but they're making it for you know the entire organization so the GMs the front office That's trainers awesome. everybody so it's gonna be pretty fun I think a lot of people are actually gonna turn out for this one so. Well, because um, I mean, you gotta, I don't know I'm, if I'm gonna do it because I I'm terrible. I don't know if anybody's gonna pick me, and if I'm calling a corn husk, I'm I sure they're not gonna want this guy. You'll be able to do it. I mean, bro, I, you know it's crazy. So my GM asked me, he's like, "Are you good at corn?" I was like, um, <laughs> "I was like, honestly, I was like, I really do try, but like, I'm not really that good at it. Like, I'm not. I've tried. Yeah. You remember that time we went out to that bar and we were trying with like KB and Twan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I yeah, I couldn't get it, bro. Yeah. It's just, and you would think as a shooter, but it's a lot for me. It's overhand. Yeah, it's it's an overhand flick of the wrist, and yeah. not like curve it like a pie. Like a, yeah, yeah like I, a knuckleball, and it just bam. For sure. And I think the other thing is when I when I when I toss it, I'm kind of holding it, but I hold it by the corner. Yep. And so I don't know if that's a disadvantage. Either way, yeah. But they got that going on out here. What else they got? Um, I saw that there's some DJs, but. No one showed up to the party. I don't know. I heard about you know some pool parties. No, so that I think they threw pool parties throughout pool. the three hotels. Yeah, pool parties, bro. That's why you y'all saw Dwight by himself. Nobody yeah. showed up. I was about to say, is going to these but pool people parties. here showed up to the to the, it was it was booming. It was music going. I heard you know loud music to like hey. Hey, okay. Uh, there's people in the pool, you know, walking around. I don't know if they're trainers or players. Might have been a mix of both, but. Get turned up at a, a pool party at the bubble. Come on, they're drinking Gatorades, huh? And electrolytes, getting ready for tomorrow's practice. What I mean, yeah, and protein shakes. <laughs> uh, no, but people showed out, man. It was fun. You know what's oh. crazy? I still have not been to that players' lounge where, they, where I showed y'all like all the uh, had, like the arcades and the ping pong and the. I have, I don't know why. I might go down there with it. Do you see people you see people out and about? Like I do. I do you, because it's weird because we all it's not like we have the same practice times every day. Yeah. We have like different practice times. Sorry. Like today I had practice at nine o'clock. Yesterday was eight AM. And then the, the day after or tomorrow is going to be two PM. And then the following practice is five PM. So it varies. So, you know, depending on what you're doing that day is kinda how people kinda well, it, those, those courts next to each other are—is there other team? Are there other teams down the line that are practicing while you're practicing, or no? So, so those courts are—they're on the Disney campus. It's like a two, three-minute, like you know, bus ride from uh, here to any one of the courts because there's a ton of courts set up. There's a ton of courts everywhere. We don't practice on like the those courts yeah. every day. Today we did actually, but um, so we we're practicing, we we're scrimmaging, and right next door there there is like a team practicing and they were playing music and it was super loud. And you know, it's like, you never been to like a a conference room in a hotel. Like the, you can move the walls like back and forth. Those walls aren't like, they're not like thick. They're not made to like 
It's yeah. not noise canceling walls. So we're hearing like, you know, them playing Kanye, this and that. And I'm halfway through scrimmage. I'm just like, yo, who's over there? And somebody's like, I think that's the Mavs. That's Rick Carlisle over there bumping yay? Okay, cool. I was like, all right. But I mean, it was it was just one of those days. But um, yeah, the court, there, there's two courts. I think there's four courts. I think Indiana has a court out here, Miami, and then we have two courts. I think those are like the only courts that are like player or team courts, I think. Everything else is kind of like just yeah. normal court settings. I still haven't been to the pavilion where we're going to play like the actual game. So I just been to a kind of practice. So we have a time at night where like usually you, you're allowed to go to like an open court or you can shoot around. But it's like at nine. That it's opens late. up at nine. And, and it's cool because, I mean, on certain days, you know you're not going to have practice at, you know, whatever, 10 a.m., even in the morning, you have an afternoon. It's cool to go get shots up later in the day and yeah. at night, when you, especially when you're bored and just nothing to do. So, what about um the hottest topic, uh, the snitch line? Snitch line. I heard. I heard players were using it, man. I heard they were using it. I don't know. Is it, is it a tactic? Are they trying to get these guys out out for a little bit? I don't know. Hey, I don't. I don't want to. You know, I'm a big conspiracy guy. I don't want to be. You know, maybe a player to talk about the hot line and get in trouble, but. No. no, man. I mean, I know you like, I don't know. And you're not out and about, so it's not like you're going to no, see. No, I'm not out and about. And it's not, and I think it's really only, you know, so the people just don't leave the bubble. Cause I know once you leave, yeah. it's a really big deal trying to get back in. Like, even when we want to go to practice and we have to leave the facility, we have to have these, uh, where do I have mine? We have like these little uh, lanyards with yeah. like, a, you know, player cards on them. And if you don't have that, you got to go all the way back to your room to go get it. Like for me, just to get to the breakfast like room for us, it's like a little ten minute walk in the morning. It's not bad. Yeah. But it's just not a walk you want to like get halfway there and forget something and then have to go all the way back. Those are the worst when you. Have and, to yeah. So I'm trying to get the little golf cart when I can. <laughs> trying to you know speed around looking like Marshawn Lynch, but. Man, well. Yeah. Um. Well, I think yo, it's my lip, bro. Everybody's oh, yeah. asking my lip. Um, what oh happened? To Melvin Frazier. Mm. Um, Melvin, gotcha, yeah, huh? yeah, we were playing. It was like literally the first time we're going live since you know the bubble yeah. started, practice, whatever. First possession, I try to like do a jab step and do whatever, and he just just pops him right in the mouth. Oh, bro, it was so bad because I was like, did I just get hit in the lip or did like I chip a tooth or something like that? I just took the tooth like a few months prior to this, so oh, I was yeah, just like, right. I'm not, and I forgot my mouthpiece. So I was just like, oh. no, nah, bro. Like, I guess he, honestly, it just it felt like he just punched me. Yeah, just punched me. Yeah, he, just, he felt like he just punched yeah, me. I, I mean, it's cool. I thought he needed stitches, bro. I thought uh, he, because I, I, I thought he had a little cut on my lip, and I'm looking. I was like, okay, that cut is like, it's not nothing. Why is my lip so swollen? I lifted my lip up, bro. I thought it was gonna come off. It was literally like it was a little bit of skin, in a. It's like I don't know. It was just a, yeah. bit, a little bit of skin connecting it, keeping it all together. Um, but I was like, you know, hopefully if I just keep my mouth closed for a couple of days, I'll be don't right. forget your bumper, man. Come on now, should know better. Yeah, man, I played with it today. I was like, <sighs> never again. If I get never punched again. But no. Um, well, but man, yeah, man, the bubble. Let's this is, um, this is life. let's wrap it up. How about we talk about the? You know, we got the the giveaway going. Yes, sir. The, the giveaway. I'm gonna I'm gonna select a jersey. Um, actually, we should see which jersey that they would want. I'll I'll put up one of my game jerseys. One. Okay, so it's gonna be a game jersey signed. I can put. I'll put up a game jersey. Okay, so yeah. that. Let's take every, a vote. Let's take a vote. 
Nah, you want to take a break? because there's some jerseys I want still. Okay, let me, let's, the, let me go through my jerseys. The game jersey will be just good enough. But l- yeah. let's tell people it's once we get to a thousand followers on Instagram, we're just gonna choose someone random. Yeah, we'll we'll do it out of a hat. No, I mean I don't know if you can do it. We'll or, do it. Or later. people should we should we should we'll figure something out. We'll make it fun for you guys to you know. Yeah, and maybe, then it'll, you know submit something or anything like that. We'll figure it out. We'll make it fun well, for you guys. Tag all your friends. Let's get to a thousand, and then we can work from there. But go follow us on you know tross.podcast on Instagram and the same on Twitter. And go, you know, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Music and uh, Spotify. Yeah. And that's about it, man. man. We're going to keep it coming. We'll we'll update you guys more with... We'll have more guests on. Yeah, we're trying to get a lot of guests planned up. So we'll see and uh, let you guys know what's happening. But um, yeah, man. It's a good time, man. Later. Yes, sir. See ya.